We are live, episode 42. It's going to be a banger, as they say, as the young kids say these days, uh, because we've got Zach Adelman from Navitas Organics, well-known brand. We've got Rob Everett, Humid Creative. Hello, gentlemen. How you doing? How you doing, Mark? Well, Glad to be here. Well, as they say. Well, as they say. Zach, let's jump into it. Navitas, uh, Marin County. California. Whoop, whoop. Yes, he's in the same county as me. Um, I know the brand well, uh, Superfoods, all the cool stuff. Uh, give us a story. How did it start? What's, uh, what's the foundation of the brand? Yeah, I mean, for me, it started out really with a passion for healthy food, healthy living, um, and travel. Uh, both my wife and I had you know, dabbled with uh, plant-based foods um, before they were called plant-based foods. Um, so it was kind of, kind of just combining that passion um, uh, for the foods and health and wellness for ourselves and then ultimately for our family and uh, became a labor of love, home-based business to start literally in a tiny little house, started in, um, in Beachwood Canyon down in LA before quickly moving up to Marin County, uh, Northern Marin County in 2004. Got it. So 2004, uh, were you guys starting that from the kitchen? You said labor love. It's you, yourself and your wife. Uh, that's a unique uh, startup uh, scenario as it is. Uh, were you in the kitchen? Were you literally at your home kitchen? And then did that morph into uh, more of a commercial kitchen at some point? And what was the products that you were starting with? Yeah. So, uh, well, I should say pregnant wife. So, you know, 2003, we started pregnant wife. I figured, you know, why not double down with uh, two babies at once, one business and, and the first child who now is uh, a senior in high school and, and taller and bigger than me. Uh, first product was maca, uh, a fascinating ancient Incan superfood root, root vegetable that grows at the way up high in the Andes, above 12,000 feet where nothing else grows, very hearty root vegetable. Um, and yes, to answer your question specifically, in my kitchen with masks on, respirators in fact, um, again, pregnant wife trying to protect her and the baby from you know, stuff we didn't know if it was potentially dangerous to her, and then moved into a small warehouse space here in Belmarin Keys in Novato. Um, and so that was kind of the early days there. Uh, you know, now we're based you know, in a different part of the, the park. Um, we have three neighboring buildings that we've uh, occupied over the years, um, had as many as 120 people on staff here doing quality control, uh, sorting, production, warehousing, shipping and receiving. Um, over the years, we've evolved that and really become more sales and marketing and administrative operations here. Uh, in Marin and outsourcing the rest. Before we get into a hundred, uh, you know, a hundred uh, employee team, um, we're now in 2004, let's say 2005, let's get into maybe 2006. Do, did it look like it does today? If anybody hasn't checked it out, go check out the website. And again, if you haven't seen it in stores, which we'll touch on in a second, um, what did it look like? Uh, was it in the packaging that it was? Was there five SKUs? Was there 10? Uh, what were sort of the distribution points, let's say, early early on the road? Yeah, great question. So generic packaging, those craft stand-up pouches or clear stand-up pouches with labels, hand-applied labels, hand-packed products, 
started with some mock SKUs, not a clear vision for the brand. But once I moved here uh, from uh, in 2004, connected with an old friend whose girlfriend at that time and became his wife um, was a graphic designer and brand manager or artist, basically, who developed the brand that you see today, which has evolved over the last 16, 17 years, of course. Um, distribution points early on were... Uh, an online site, so doing direct-to-consumer before that was really a term, um, and then some small independent health food stores uh, before we really got going, um, you know, with trade show circuits and connecting um, with the bigger retailers. That all started to evolve 2005, 2006, when we picked up two Whole Foods region and early entrant into the uh, grocery business with Amazon. Well, that's a great, uh, a great, some great context for those watching. As far as the startup, let's say 2004 to that time, let's say four years, five years into the business, is it self-funded? And just, you don't have to talk specific numbers, but, you know, do you have to put in 100,000, 200,000? And we'll get to some where, you, where you're really growing, but is that what the business has to look like, you know, at that time? Sure. Yeah, it, it started and I'll be transparent about it. We started the business with 40 grand, um, some minor loans, friends and family loans along the way in those early years. Uh, and then a lot of sweat, hard work. This, this company is built on sweat equity and bootstraps. I love that uh, because it can be done uh, even in today's environment. I, I often say, though, those that were doing it are starting like where you did, right? The environment today is, is different. I think you would uh, agree there, right? If you were starting Navitas now, uh, it might look a little bit different, right? Um, both as far as financial demands and, and, and even, even strategy, uh, you know, would you, would you agree with that sentiment? 100%. I think we got in at a pretty good time in the industry. And, and the biggest thing um, that happened to us early on was presenting to what became UNFI. It was back in those days called Mountain Peoples up in the Northwest. And there was a gatekeeper there that rejected the brand early on, which caused me to go more direct. And we ran the business direct to all the retailers up until probably about 2013, 2014, we transitioned over to national distribution. And that was really driven by the biggest retailers like Whole Foods saying, please, you need to go into distribution. We cannot accept two to three pallets a day of our products at Union Square Whole Foods. They just can't happen anymore. So that pushed us into distribution, um, you know, seven years ago. That was a tough pill to swallow, changed uh, the dynamics, the financial dynamics of the business. But back to where we started with this question was having the ability to work directly with the regions and directly with the retailers early on open up so many stores and the ease of distribution uh, to, to build the business, to bootstrap it and evolve it over time was really critical for us. That's great context. Again, um, again, I knew you'd provide a lot of really great value. It, number one is you're, you have um, a lengthy story, right? It's not startup mode. You've been doing this for 15 plus years and you're the original founder, which is amazing. Uh, and kudos to you and your wife um, because that's not easy. Uh, I, so, you know, sometimes I use this term about an engine you know, the difference between myself, yourself, or, or others that are out there, but we know this internally, um, we have an engine 
that is not turning off. And that separates um, yourself from many out there uh, and also provides a little more opportunity to continue on the road uh, because there's so many hurdles that you come across and you've probably come across them all. Uh, and, and again, are able to provide all this great value. 2000, let's say 15 to 16. Now you've made those changes. You've got a pretty big business on your hands. How many doors are you in? What are your major retailers at that point? And what does the organization look like as far as, you know, maybe account, but who's really operating the business then? So 2015, 16 was, um, you know, we're a pretty big business for, for us at that stage. Uh, in the tens of millions of dollars in revenue, um, working with all the major retailers from Whole Foods, Sprouts, the two big natural retailers, of course, to some Safeway business and Kroger business. Um, I think we were ex starting to expand into Costco. Um, we had have been with Target for a few years with a few SKUs and a few departments were down to one. Um, had already been in and out of Walmart, some international business. So we had uh, our hands in a lot of different, pretty much all channels. We were omni-channel at that point, all the big online retailers as well. Um, so we had a pretty big organization. You know, we had VPs of sales, VPs of marketing, um, COO, and then departments that ran all the way down from those top tiers. So, uh, you know, directors and managers, uh, you know, that were running the departments and the day-to-day -day operations of all those departments. So... Um, we were pretty bloated actually in the end is what we found. So, sure. um, so since then we've, you know, right-sized our business and, you know, you knowing Marin County so well, trying to find people here over the last five plus years to do the type of operations we had was getting increasingly difficult, incredibly competitive for all types of um, the workforce, particularly in the production of our products. So we, that was the first thing that we attacked for outsourcing that. And just quite frankly, it really drove up the, uh, the quality of everything in getting a company that was solely focused on quality control, sorting and packaging of our foods. Got so it. then we could really focus on what really drives the business forward uh, for a mature business, which was sales and marketing and new product development. Now, when you were calling out Marina, and I, and I get it, so I, I, I totally understand. Um, it, you know, one thing that you're lucky uh, to have here, specifically Bay Area, I'd say California, you know, we are, a, I consider us a health and wellness state. Um, we got a lot of room to, to, to grow. I, I nationally, I always talk about, you know, why health and wellness is so important. Um, both physically, but mentally, right? I mean, that's probably without diving really deep into the sort of the mantra, you know, of, of a Navitas, but, you know, the core baseline is health and wellness. And um, you may have your reasonings behind it. Um, they're probably similar to mine, just in, you know, again, in, in our beliefs, right, about why, why it's so important for us. Um, but Marin County, you know, again, we, we've, we at least do have, uh, we, do, we at least do have a lot of that happening here. Um, you know, we got, we got plenty of yoga studios, as they say. They're not open right now, folks, uh, but we do have a lot of yoga studios. Um, shout out, Marin. Um, so let's then jump into now, kind of talk about the COVID for a business like yours, if you don't mind. Let's talk February 2020. 
and then we can talk, you know, August, September, we're getting into September, but what did it look like right before COVID and then transition us after as far as what sort of changes you saw in behavior? So it was kind of business as usual for us, you know, January, February, we make a huge push every January, you know, the back to health month, right? Everybody's getting healthy after the new year. Um, so that's one of our biggest, if not our biggest month of sales at a retail level. And then you have the inevitable lull in February. We prop it up with a bunch of chocolate products. We sell a lot of cacao. So we always get a little bit of Valentine's kick for us. Um, so it was kind of just a normal year, a little bit of ups and downs over the last five years as the market's gotten saturated, competitive products showing up in value added that were single ingredient driven for so long. COVID started to hit for us, as we well know, we, you know, our industry was potentially one of the first to be impacted from a trade show standpoint. Natural Products Expo West, the biggest one of the year was canceled very abruptly. We were all in motion or canceling or what have you, driven by the buyers, canceling early on. So that was a big tough uh, pill to, you know, tough pill to swallow for us. We, I call Natural Products Expo West a celebration of our industry and our foods and products. There's selling going on, there's business going on, but it's for a mature business, you're launching products and you're networking. Um, so that was a, you know, something I've been intending for over 15 years and so really missed that. Then we started to see, you know, the pandemic buying, the, the craze for people just you know, driving, you know, to buy toilet paper or water, what have you. I have no idea what was going on there. Um, and then we started to settle into April when this was becoming a real reality across the country of sheltering in place and consumption starting to be driven up. That really hasn't stopped, not to the levels of April, but consumption, because we're not eating out barely at all um, and consuming more foods at home, at home, that's driving the business up. So we feel very fortunate that through the pandemic so far, we've had a, a bump in our business. Uh, and we hope that sticks with us. And as people really turn to health and wellness, how we practice here in Marin so often becomes more of the norm across the country and not necessarily just in the coastal cities that we're, it's so familiar for. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. I'm gonna leave you with one more going uh, through on or through the path that you're on right now, discovering what you just noted, right? You're taking it sort of a snapshot. All right, what does this look like? And you probably again would agree, you know, this isn't going away. We're we're close we're we're closely related because we're you know we're only five miles from each other. So you know we might see it a little bit differently than somebody in in PA where uh, where Rob is. Um, shout out Eagles. Um, you know um, we we. Uh, we might see it differently, but at the end of the day, we kind of have the commonality of, of what, how, and how the country is going to move, right? I believe for CPG, this is an 18 to 24 month play out. You know, you got to really huddle up, you know, put the, I don't, I'm doing this football thing. I don't know why I do it, but you just put your, you put the helmet on, you got your team, you've got men and women who have to understand the moves you're about to make and why, right? Uh, fundamentals, getting back to fundamentals of growing a, a sustainable business, right? And with that said, what do you think it looks like for you in 12 months from now? Yeah, well, I hope what the, you know, the big thing that we are hoping for is that we've brought a whole new um, 
group of the the population into our brand and into the products as a whole that stick with it. And, and ideally that the country continues to pivot um, to a more healthy plant focused or plant forward is what we're saying. It's hard to convert everybody to become plant um, based entirely. And I'm not necessarily a full advocate for that. It's, it's eating a healthy diet, a colorful diet, a varied diet. Um, and we just hope our products are part of that for as many people here in the United States as possible. Awesome. I, also, I also believe that it's a really big thing of us, you know, focused on, on plant-based foods, you know, organic agriculture, regenerative agriculture, what's happening here in California, what's happening down in the Gulf Coast over the last 24 hours is really driven by climate change. And I believe that agriculture and a change in agriculture and purchasing habits by the population can have a positive impact on starting to curb climate change, choosing organic, choosing brands that are trying to do it the right way, and ultimately into regenerative organic farming in the long run. This is, this is a moment in time. This country is really, you know, in a transitional time here. We've got pandemics, we've got climate change, we've got hurricanes, we've got forest fires, and we've got maybe one of the most important elections in the history of the country. So it, it is an incredibly nerve wracking, anxiety provoking and exciting time for the United States. He said it folks, you know me, I don't get into any of that stuff, right? I don't do it. I ain't going to do it. But a lot of stuff's happening out there, folks. We got to, uh, we got to make some things happen as they, uh, as they say, uh, good stuff, Zach. I really appreciate you being on. Um, again, I know the brand really well. I know people do. Check it out. Uh, your stuff will go up there at the end of the show so they can awesome. so they can see, find the website. Rob Everett. I know Rob from LinkedIn. That's it. That's how I know him. And let me tell you about this guy. I think now maybe we've been connected for a year. Who knows? What a positive guy. You know, you put out positive, feel-good stuff. You're going to get positive feel good people coming back at you. And that's who you want in your circle, right? Like I say, let's all be good people. Isn't that just easier? Isn't that a good way to live a life? Uh, and back to the show. Rob, we're gonna talk human creative. Tell us who it's for, what's it all about. Yeah. Uh, but All right, well, don't leave now. I know when the sales and marketing <laughs> guys and gals come on the end, everyone exit out, stay on. I promise I'm not gonna sit here and pump my own tires. I'm gonna to try to give you a quick couple minutes of how we can help or any creative agency for that matter. Um, quick elevator pitch, we started way back in 07 as a product design company, doing a lot of cool mountain bike frames and other things you might find around your home. Um, and just kind of organically grown over the year, brought in a whole graphic design team, photography studio. Now we have a Philadelphia location and a Southern California location. I would say about 90% of our uh, design, photography, all ha happens in Philly. And the California office is where the execution of, you know, your displays, your trade show booths, please come back, all get built and happen in our California office. We do all the logistics for our clients, ship it to different retailers for the displays, their shippers, all that good stuff. Um, but we can, I can post a link down below. I don't know where I'll be if you want to check out more about the brand, but Let's kind of dive into where any creative agency can really help, whether you're brand new or maybe you hit a rut. Um, for starters, I know the statement has been beaten to death 
Um, but I truly feel now more than ever is the best time to share your, your story and your brand story. Get it out there. People are, I don't think we've ever been more healthier than we've been. And us being a healthy lifestyle creative agency, having so much in the outdoor space and the food and beverage, I mean, we see it on both ends. If, if you care what you're putting in your body or on your body, you definitely are out there moving, exercising, getting in the outdoors. And there's not, there hasn't been a better time to share your brand story and just promote that lifestyle of your brand and people will buy into it and just take it and run. And with that said, I think every brand today, whether it's just you at your kitchen table or been around for 15 years, you have to treat yourself as a media company. You got to think, you know, I'm not saying turn into Red Bull or Yeti coolers. I think is a great example how they started shaky camera out fishing. And now, you know, some of their edits they put together could be in a movie theater. So I really think, and whether you're good with the phone, Facebook, Instagram, hire a college student, get an intern, just start today. Don't waste any more time. And if you're small, you probably don't have any followers anyway. So don't worry about the quality, just get content out, share your story. I think that is uh, one huge thing that you can take from being a brand today. Uh, another thing I love to touch on and, and, and I, I see a lot of brands making mistakes of that last mile, just dropping the ball, go birds. Um, you know, and when we say the last mile, it's at the retail setting or on Amazon before you're about to buy the cart. Like how does your brand look? You know, you as the business owner, your sales associates, they're not there to tell that story. So, you know, you've designed this great product. It tastes delicious, but how's your branding? Is it, is it gonna capture someone's eyes? I mean, studies have shown gnats have a longer attention span than human beings. And now picture somebody at the grocery store pulling some kids along or glued to their cell phone. You have less than a second to just get their attention. So, you know, I, I like to ask clients, you know, what's the first thing you eat with? And it's your eyes. So how does your brand look? You did all this hard work to make your brand taste delicious, be healthy, but don't drop the ball that last mile. And, uh, you know, I'll kind of end with cash is king right now. Um, don't, <laughs> I'm a, a horrible salesperson right now, but there's a lot of great ways to hold on to that cash, but still look great online. And if you got a big meeting coming, an awesome way to lean on a creative agency is have them do a beautiful render, uh, you know, of a display. Don't make any displays yet. Get those POs written and signed off first, but have the creative agency design this beautiful render of your display end cap in their store. Show them the return on investment versus, versus small footprint. And that, and that can also just make you look prepared for the meeting, but then it can also load your sales associates up with really great tools for meetings or just cold pitches on LinkedIn, Facebook, like, hey, check out our product. It can just go a long way. And, uh, you know, but getting back to it, it's not a better time. Get on those social media pages and promote your brand, share your story. That's all I got for you. You said it. <laughs> Get on there. If you're not doing it already, you actually dropped a few gems in there, stuff I talk about, about, you know, just content, content, push it out. Doesn't need to be perfect. Go use it, you know, somebody else's video that they already made and, you know, put it together. You could do so many cool things. Uh, Rob's info, Zach's info goes somewhere uh, on this page. I appreciate having both of you guys on. Be well, be happy, be healthy. Peace. Peace out, man. Take care. Peace.